remember when I went to his bedroom to say goodnight and he was crying because of the abuse that he was enduring in this school system. And why did you stay in Mexico? That's indicative of what these kids are experiencing. That's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Comments like this. And that's no, he's sharing a story right now. And that's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Beautiful. That was a school board meeting groiper. <laughs> a grown adult man saying, why didn't you go back to Mexico? Or why didn't you stay in Mexico? Savage moments. This is Blazing Hogs. Right on to that man. I have a fuller clip that was from M Live. Thank you, M Live. M Live is Michigan? Let's see, what is this? It is... This is, by the way, this is Tuesday, February 4th, 2020, live in Jesse Lee Peterson's stream, fourth hour. Thank you, Jesse, and thank you all for joining on YouTube, dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Follow him there. You can follow me on The Hake Report, um, DLive. But right now I'm streaming on Jesse's DLive. What's up, guys? As well as Periscope and, of course, Mixer.com slash JLP Talk, the faithful few. Over at Mixer.com. Very beautiful um, website. <laughs> yeah, M Live. And M Live, what is M Live? I think of it as being Michigan or Minnesota or something. But it's a, you know, it's a verified YouTube account. It's, for, it's a YouTube video. And the title of this video that I just showed you, just a couple of fun clips that I wanted to show you guys that were just fun. Just good stuff. Beautiful. Um... Why didn't you stay in Mexico? Diversity and inclusion meeting, which they shouldn't be having a diversity and inclusion meeting. That's just liberal propaganda. Stupid. Turns volatile at a Michigan school. Okay, it's Michigan. Um, while parent Adrian Iraola, 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 I-R-A-O-L-A, was in the middle of sharing a story about racism which doesn't exist, that his children endured while attending Saline area schools. Saline, I guess that's how it's pronounced. He was interrupted by another parent in the crowd. Right on, parent. A white man with white babies, I think. Who asked, why didn't you stay in Mexico? The district hosted this community conversation on diversity, equity, and inclusion February 3rd at Liberty School. This is disgusting. I've shown you guys in the past... A photograph I took of a school sign that said STEM, you know, or it was something along the lines of STEM, right? STEAM. Um, STEAM is the same thing as STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. They just add the A for to make it STEAM school. But it's also STEAM and social justice school. Social justice is a brainwashing liberal word. It's politics. They're teaching people to be good Democrats in public schools. Evil! And, um... There's a, I guess a little bit longer. At a tense meeting, parents expressed frustration and anger over racist incidents at a Michigan school. Yeah, right. I don't buy it. But that came out February 3rd from MLive on uh, YouTube. Check it out. I do have a longer clip that I, that I, will, I will play for you. But I just want to tell you, in this hour, I'm hoping to touch on... A little bit about the upcoming State of the Union, and a little bit about last year's State of the Union. There was, you know, he Trump has gotten mixed reviews from the right, and I understand them, and I'm going to just address them a little bit. I'll get to your calls. Appreciate you guys calling in. 
888 775 This was actually a tip from somebody on Twitter. I forget who, who tagged me on this tweet. But uh, did you show that, um, that tweet of the one where he called, it a, he called him a groiper? It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huncho Jack, Nicker Nation. <laughs> Must be a Nick Fuentes fan, right? School board meeting groiper. It was funny. And then somebody gave the full video. It was cool. I'm happy for people, whites, not falling for the stupid racism thing. And they're not getting nasty. They're just being straight up. That's cool. Very good. Um, no men's forum Thursday. Sorry, guys. Jesse's going to be at Arizona Christian University. There's a bond link, rebuildingtheman.com slash events. And if you go to the Hake Report blog or the Hake Report, my blog post for this, sh- sh- for this show episode, which I'll put up later in a few hours, I'll also give the jessieleepeterson.com link. The event is 9 to 2.30. Jesse will be speaking at some point there. Mountain Standard Time. Check in at 8. So if you're in that area, or if you're a student at Arizona Christian University, you get in free. So, um, I'll give you a little update on the coronavirus. Just a little one. I haven't really, I kind of stopped paying attention, to be honest. And then I want to talk about this incompetence going on versus competence. Trump, competent. Democrats, incompetent and corrupt. If you're corrupt, you're incompetent. It's just reality, man. So I'm going to talk about that. But um, first, let me just show you this full video of this clip because it's just so good. Um, this I got, again, from MLive on YouTube. The, the full version has no letter after it. Um, this parent says, why didn't you stay in Mexico? Here it is, this guy complaining and outrage. I remember when I went to his bedroom to say goodnight and he was crying because of the abuse that he was enduring in this school system. Then why did you stay in Mexico? That's indicative of what these kids are experiencing. That's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Comments like this. And that's, no, he's sharing a story right now. That's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. That's diversity for you. This is a platform for discussion. That's right. That's right. Okay. You're right. You're right. You got the floor. You got the floor. Wherever you are. Hey, you interrupted the chat. You interrupted the chat. All right. All right. We're going to have this meeting. Let me answer the question. She asked me a question. No. Here's where it talks about both sides of his mouth. Because this is the greatest country in the world. Well, you're complaining about He's complaining. It's not your turn. It's not your turn. You get the mic next. Okay, you get the mic Here's the thing. Take your turns. I guess he told her to have a seat. So funny. So awesome. Right on to that man. One man out of the whole room, and he got the whole room against him and overreacting and being stupid. The dumb so-called white mothers shouting at him. Some of those people, if they're parents, they're old to be parents. Including that man, the Adrian Iraula, or however you, you pronounce that name. Iraula? <laughs> I'm asking my our resident Mexican. Um, so, right on to that man. And the blind people are going to stay blind, but hopefully he handled it. He seems to handle it quite well. But the majority of the people are going to be idiots. Don't be dismayed about that. Um, speaking of stupid racism allegations, let me just go show you one more exciting clip real fast. <laughs> I might as well. This was another tip on Twitter. This guy named John Dennis... He happens to be a congressional candidate. He's a Republican, John Dennis. He shared it on his Twitter. I guess it's like a viral moment, but 
the Twitter handle is at real John Dennis. And he's, he tweeted out, this Antifa bully thought he could intimidate San Francisco Republicans. Wrong. Hashtag San Francisco cleanup. And here's a clip of him getting in a confrontation with this, looks like a mixed black guy. And the black guy just is going off, calling him racist and all kinds of madness. Listen closely. This, this one's a little more muffled. It is at, taken outdoors. But listen to this. So, why are you so angry? I don't understand. I'm just here chatting with you. Why are you angry, man? Because here's the thing. You probably disagree with me. But I disagree with you. I actually want you there. But why? Because you're people. Why? Because you're racist. How do you know? You don't know one thing about me. I grew up in a public housing project. I grew up in a public housing project. I grew up in a public housing project. Wherever you grew up, you should go back there. I don't need that. I've got that experience under my belt. I'm doing other things now. And including helping people get better. I've lived here for 30 years. I'm not so sure how long you've lived here. Well, I'm here 30 years. No, I'm the guy. I'm here. Not going anywhere. I got my family. So you go. You can't, you can't keep moving from four people out. Bro, I'm gonna catch you when all the cameras are around and I'm gonna f you up. Oh, tired. No, I am. No, you got the wrong guy. No, no. You got the very wrong guy. Crazy, huh? Antifa man, Antifa, young Antifa male, adult male, big guy, threatening this guy, saying, first of all, he said, I want you dead. Why? Because you're racist. <laughs> it's, it's so laughable. And I liked how the, the white man just laughed at that. He's like, how do you know? I didn't like exactly how he justified himself by saying, I grew up in the projects or whatever, this white man. That was kind of boomer-ish, but I still like it regardless because he just stood his ground and, and stood shamelessly against this dumb guy calling him racist. I want you dead, and I can tell by looking at you that you're racist. <laughs> Why? Because he's white and he disagrees with you? And I liked how that guy's like, you got the wrong guy. That's nice. But this... You know, boomer-ish white man. Might be a might be an older-looking Gen X. I don't know. Looks a little bit like Glenn Beck, except apparently tougher. I don't know. I don't know how Glenn Beck is. I don't want to get into that. But, um, yeah. If you caught what was going on, I, I guess it was a rally. People were chanting about, we need to take our community. Stupid stuff. Anyways. Oh, this... <laughs> Jenbug says, you got the wrong guy is code for, I'm packing heat. <laughs> Fair point, I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> but these guys, they're evil. And evil has taken over the country. I mean, it's kind of been that way. So it's to be expected. And people are concerned, very concerned about civil war. I don't really see it that way. I don't see it that way at this point. We'll see. We just have to take it as it comes, right? Kind of like this coronavirus thing going on. But right on to that man. He's running against Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if he'll beat her. And there's another young woman who's running against Nancy Pelosi who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson's, um, his other show. Not the radio show, but The Fallen State. She was on The Fallen State as like a dating coach or something. Um, Deanna Lorraine, she's running against Nancy Pelosi. I don't know. I like this John Dennis guy, at least that clip of him. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to invite, like, both of those guys and Nancy Pelosi on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. See, see, maybe we can host a debate or interview each of them, including Pelosi. Nervous Nancy. <laughs> uh, she's so evil. I'm going to talk about the State of the Union, but I have so many calls I want to get to. Let me get to Art out of Ohio first. Art, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, hey, got it real quick. I just wanted to comment on that little uh, first little clip about the dude saying that they uh, they should have went back and they should have stayed in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, how are these schools? Uh, the question is, when these people need to be uh, scared and worried about, is how is everybody in these schools, I mean, in everybody in these schools teaching everybody to be programmed one way? Right. And they actually think, they actually think it's cool for you to everybody to think the same way and for not nobody not to have this, uh, different ideas or whatnot. You know what I mean? Uh, I just got done doing sit-ups. Sorry about that. I got, I'm out, a little, out of breath or whatnot. <laughs> Long story short, uh, 
you, why would you want to cut my head off? Because I have a difference of opinion, and I have, and I think different. Only thing I see him just doing it is speaking the truth, just yeah. like the, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I think it was somebody said something on the show yesterday, with not about. Uh, he said it was a mess. He said I came to America because uh, I want to make, uh, I want to. Uh, basically be a part of uh, something good in America. And I'm like, I'm seeing saying, well, why can you have did that in uh, in Mexico? Uh, you know what I mean? Why you can have did that in your own country that you love? Yeah. You know, the problem why you can't do that in Mexico is because Mexico ain't giving everybody free uh, welfare and free uh, tax, right, uh, tax whatever, free assistance and handouts to them. That's why they ain't staying over there in Mexico. Everybody want to try to jump on the bandwagon, but they seem to forget that the Negroes, the Negro Americans, was the ones who set the table up, and white mofos was the ones that was around, too, that helped set the table up. Now you got everybody from all these other different countries pulling their dang on chairs up and uh, uh, getting uh, uh, putting uh, costs around their neck and uh, unwinding their little paper towels with their silverware, getting ready to eat, but they didn't even set the table up. Let alone when he never when the food was getting cooked, but everybody want to pour their chairs up to sit down and eat, but you ain't even bringing up to the table. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. I can't say I disagree. That's true, man. And this guy was all talking we, out of this guy was talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's all talking about how horrible it is, trashing white people, is racist. Hey, but check, and then he's all, it's the greatest nation on this on earth. What a what a liar. Speak. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Did you see a black dude in the last clip trying to uh, trying to stand up and try? I can't stand black. I'm black myself. I'm a Negro myself. I can't stand when and I can't stand when I see Negroes do that when they see a female and a dude getting into it. And I can't stand when they try to do it like how he did in that video. Like man, just sit down and play your position. Quit always trying to stand up and be Mr. Superman. <laughs> see the black dude in that little clip. I bet I bet his house is tore up. His house probably ain't even ordered. But he worried about what everybody else got going on ain't in their house. He probably don't even got no wife. He probably like boys. You know what I mean? His house is probably upside down. But he want to act like he's Superman up in the school with a teacher's conference. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He's all, this is what kids are, our kids are experiencing. As if that guy asking, why didn't you stay in Mexico is so bad to do. Kids are yeah, crying all the time it. over bullying one another. Boys yes, make sir. girls cry. Yes, girls sir. make boys cry. It's, it's yes, sir. typical. That's just school. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. Good point, man. I ain't gonna hold you up, man. We all on the same page, man. It's just them weirdos like that or whatnot, this program. But go ahead. You go ahead and get some more calls in. All right. Thank you, Ari. Good to hear from you. Oh, yes, sir. All right. Let me get to Zach out of Detroit, Michigan. Zach, what's up? What's going on, hey? Hey, good to hear from you. How you doing? Doing fine. Okay, sorry about that. Turn off Bluetooth while I was waiting. No problem, I, I understand. I live in Michigan. Uh, I live in the suburb of Detroit. Yeah. And uh, I actually I actually heard about that clip. Dude, it's, it's just unbelievable, man. Like, I lived in Detroit for the first 15 years of my life, and then I moved to the suburbs, and I went to school with white people. Dude, black people are, like, the most racist people I've ever seen. I know. First of all, they're racist to themselves. Like, yep. like that's the first thing. You, you beat your own people down, talk about them. You know what I mean? It's more bullying going on in the black schools than it is if a black dude was going to a white school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a Mexican was going to a white school. Definitely. You know I mean? they, they bully each other. You know what I mean? So yep. it's, 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 it's just all propaganda and the stuff that the media outlet wants to wants to put up to keep the black people hitting tabs, keep them, you know what I mean, on the left side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just all messed up. I but didn't think that— I want, I didn't think that I guy did anything wrong, though. I think he handled himself quite well. He represented— our side quite well. That was cool. But everybody's yeah, brainwashed I mean, to overreact, to go back to Mexico as though that's being racist. But anyway, It's not being racist. I yeah. mean, how can you come to... The, dude, that's like, that's like moving in with a family member and you're sitting up talking about, well, well I don't like the way you, you have your living room set up. Yeah. I mean, dude, <laughs> you, 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 I mean, what are you talking about? You know yep. what I mean? Very true, man. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> The question I want to ask you is, I mean, it's not really a question. I just want to kind of elaborate on it. Dude, I, 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 of course, I'm black, and I have, uh, he black. Of nice. course, I'm black, and I have uh, black family members. But, dude, I think that Black History Month is just, like, the most overrated and just, like, stupid thing. Like, like I, I just don't get it because I say to all my family members, you know what I mean? You guys want to talk about Black History Month. Okay, black 
contributed to this country, whites contributed to this country, a couple other nationalities might have contributed contributed to this country. But, I mean, if we were, if the whites were to come out and have a white history month, it would, it would be riots up and down the street, <laughs> all over. Yeah. Yeah, they're overreacting so, to the, did you know that Jesse Lee Peterson's made July to be white history month? Yeah, I know. I, I actually got a shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I feel yeah. that this black history... You know, I, I'm i 38 years old, right? Which is too yeah. old, right? But it's... Um, I don't remember hearing about Black History Month until college, af- maybe after college, or late high school at the earliest. I mean, we I grew up yeah. amongst mostly Hispanics and Asians and, and some whites. And then the few blacks were at the school, but I didn't hear about it. I do remember, sir, like one time, one of my Hispanic friends said the N word, joking around with the black guy, and the black guy took it seriously. He just like he's like, no, he just he got real quiet and serious. But that's the most that I basically of the experience with blacks, and I didn't think of any blacks or any anybody paying attention to this Black History Month, except for sometimes the media and academia, which it was probably started by an academic, right? Which those people yeah, are in their probably. own little world. They're not for black people. They're, they're for an imitation of being for black people. It's fake. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going to go, hey. Yeah. My thing about Black History Month is, okay, you take February to be Black History Month, and, and all the blacks are... Jumping all around, all Maya Angelou, MLK, blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. But March, you don't hear them speaking about nothing. You know what I mean? If, if, if you really want to represent Black History Month, the best way to represent it is to be a noble person, be a Christian person, be, a, be, be a, you know what I mean, have self-respect. You know what right. I mean? Show white people and other people that, that if you actually do care about yourself. Start taking care of your kids, start taking care of your family. Yeah, very good point, man. Yep. That's that's so yep. true. That's what everybody yep. should all be right, doing. Thanks, thanks. Thank you, Zach. Good to hear from you. All right, thanks. All right. So, let me get to Hector out of New Mexico. He's calling about uh, an interesting topic. I put out, I'm starting to put out some clips, finally, right, from my, uh, from my show. Z- Hector out of New Mexico, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. You too. Uh, looky here now, hey. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> I you know, I met you uh, I met I met you and Jesse last year for the men's conference and uh, you know you guys are uh, you know I, I love both you guys you know and I just kind of wanted I didn't want to stir up any trouble or, or any mess or anything like that but uh, you know I think uh, you know Skip you know Skip is you know Skip is my brother too you know so you're all my brothers you know so uh, I I I think we all tend to have you know things that we disagree about, you know, but, um, you know, Skip is still a part of the JLP fan, you know, so, um, but, uh, I really don't have an opinion of whether or not, you know, Skip is a snake or what have you, but, uh, um, I just think that eventually, you know, I think maybe you and Skip need to settle, you know, this, you know, uh, I guess, you know, man to man, you know, just, you know, just, just talk about it and, you know, I think everything, everything will be all right. You know, but I, I you know, all of you guys are my brothers. You know, so I, and I'm all, my family. So I, you know, I just think that eventually we all just need to like just sit down and talk about. It, you know what I mean? I appreciate that, Hector. Thank you, man. Yeah. So you if know, you I guys are lost, it. if you're lost as to what Hector's referring to, last night I put out uh, an old clip that I pulled from July of last year. Not that old, but six months old or so. About, um, end of July, I was talking about 9-11 and how America brought it on on herself, right? And then, um, Skip called in and he couldn't believe that I believed that 9-11, the 9-11 story, which I don't know what to believe about it. I just believe what I saw. And then um, he got to talking about Jesse Lee Peterson, who's, you know, the executive producer, right? And he had had a conversation with Jesse the Friday before. This was a Sunday. At the end of White History Month, by the way, July. And he was 
he was perturbed, apparently, that Jesse had made a point about Trump being like Jesus in that, in the way that Jesus put uh, men first, men and women, humanity first, and saved humanity. Trump is putting America first and working to make America great again. And um, at some point, Skip talked about why are the people of Israel called the Jews when the Jews are just one tribe of Israel? And he got really sidetracked on that, where Jesse's not into whatever thing that the, that the um, let's call them Jew blamers for a shorthand, whether they're blaming or they're just criticizing, you can, you can uh, know for yourself, right? But a lot of, he, Jesse's not into that. Nor am I. Just don't know about it, don't care that much. I feel that the people who are criticizing Israel, they make some good points, and then I think in some cases they're, they're wrong. Sometimes they make false assumptions about Jesse, for example, or me. <laughs> and so um, Skip got on this kick, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't really care. These are like facts. They're like facts about the world, maybe, or questions about it. Whereas Jesse's talking about like spiritual things, even his, even even Jesse's judgment of Trump is based in like the spirit, and um, basically like Skip was making these subtle accusations about Jesse. He's always in the chat, just making being very smearing of Jesse and Bond, and that and the the message. He thinks that it's just um, that it's just. Um, Entertainment. He said, I realize that it's just entertainment. And meaning, which is to diminish the truth that Jesse tells. And yes, Jesse's very entertaining, but he's very also truthful and it's deep. It's simple and it's deep. And I don't know if Skip really sees that. I see him as a, so for that reason, I see him as a snake. I agree with you that all of the church, right? Because we're Christians, I'm Christian. Skip is Christian. We should be united as much as possible. But I'm also going to, we should also tell the truth to one another as we see it. And so that's, that's why I will also put that up because me calling him a snake and then I called another guy, Robert from Kansas, a snake. And Robert from Kansas insisted he's not. He said, I love you, Hake. I love Jesse. Um, but he's into the Jew thing, too. And so it became a meme where I'm calling people snakes. I call the chat the snake pit. <laughs> and um, they call me a snake, James the Snake Hake. That used to be my wrestler name. I was a wrestler in freshman year of high school. The snake wrangler. <laughs> yeah. So um, I put it out there because I felt that it's just an interesting clip. It um, may reveal something about me and about Skip. And it's just... It was kind of a defining moment on, on the show. And I've been wanting to put out clips, and that was one that I've been kind of wanting to put out. So I'm not trying to be malicious towards Skip and putting that out there. A lot of people disagreed with me on it. A lot of people disagreed with him. A lot of people don't care. But it's just fun drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I call it. Just, just, I appreciate uh, the sentiment. You know, eventually... Um, real quick, you know, I, uh, I, I get, you know, I appreciate you getting it off your chest as well. But, um, you know, eventually, I think that we needed to shed a little bit more light on on the topic, you know, because like I said, we're all family, and we all we 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 should all, you know, uh, you know, be united, you know, instead of you yeah. know, divided. Um, Agree. And because uh, it, it makes us stronger, you know. But um, so I'm I'm glad that you know that at least we're shedding some light onto the subject, you know. Um, and, um, I think eventually, you know, and like you said, it's all, it's all good fun, you know, the con, you know, the snake accusations, it's, I just, it's really, it, it's funny, you know, when you just, you guys start talking like you know, <laughs> stuff about, you know, he's a snake, snake, snake this, snake that. It's just good fun. But, um, I think at the end of the day, you know, um, we're, we're all, we're all family, you know, so I'm, I, I just don't want it to get too out of hand, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it all. will. I don't think it will, Hector. I think it'll it'll stay right. under control. Thank you, thank you, Hector. Right. Appreciate well, you, man. 
you have a nice day. All right, you as well. Bye-bye. Bye. So, um, another snake, Lewis, says, Hey, you sound like an SJW. <laughs> I called him a snake, and he called in. He was all mad. He's like, I'm not a snake. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I do really sincerely consider them to be snakes. But, hey, like, my next show was, like, we're all snakes. Because we do have to, like, overcome. We have to have nothing false in us. So, no drama is fun. Yes, it is, Lewis. Uh, anyways, um, let me get to some more calls because I got a lot. And then hopefully I'll get to this coronavirus stuff. Basically, just be careful, right? And then hopefully you'll be safe. Bo, out of Santa Barbara, California. Bo, can you hear me? Yeah, man. How hey. you doing, Mr. Hake? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. Take the snake bliskin, just like uh, Escape from New York. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you know, I had something come up in my memory that I, I'd, like, forgotten about that happened to me, like, 13 years ago. And the, when they yelled at that white dude in the in the meeting, it reminded me of it. Um, it's, it's not all people. So what I mean by that is this. Like I went to a technical school for to be a diesel mechanic like 13 years ago yeah. out of state, and I'm not going to say the name of the organization. I want you guys to get in trouble. I don't want me to get in trouble. But there was a young black kid there that in my class that couldn't read. He couldn't write. He was struggling with it, and it became evident like a few weeks into it. And there was a lot of like good old boys in the class, like diesel mechanic kids that want to be diesel techs from down south. There were some of us from California. There's a lot of veterans in, in, in there. And I wasn't really awake yet, and I wasn't a social justice warrior, but I saw these kids picking on this kid. He was a small kid, very weak, and he couldn't read, didn't really talk. And I just, I was the one in class that was like, hey, leave him alone. And they wouldn't say anything to me. You know, I was like, don't, knock it off, dude. Right. Huh? And it, it got so, it got so bad that, that, that one day I stood up in front of class the instructor had stepped out, and I said, look, if you guys want to pick on somebody, you guys want to fight, come to the gym I'm training at. There's a few guys there that are training for fights. Get all your aggression out there. But I don't want to hear anybody picking on anybody. You know, I, I was in the Navy. I was picked on in school, and I just put a stop to it, you know, respectfully. Instantly, I didn't even see the instructor. Out of nowhere, I get called into the dean. I was 36 years old. I'm 48 now. And... The dean, I'm not going to get into it, but they basically hazed me and made me feel so uncomfortable, and they hazed my friends. I ended up dropping out of school within like two, three months. Wow. Um, and I realized that it's because I stood up for a black kid amongst white people that really didn't like, they didn't want, they didn't want to have anything to do with any people of color at all. And, you know, it's not all white people. It's not all white people from the South, but the instructor, he was a good old boy from like Kentucky. He didn't even like me because I was from California. <laughs> so I've I've seen racism towards me with white people because I stood up for a black kid in school to the point where, like, I, I ended up dropping out of school. I mean, it was like 13 years ago. It hazed me, and I just was like, I, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm going back to California. Wow. And at the same time, you know, growing up with Mexicans in, in junior high, like, I was abused by them or, you know, fought and whatever. And at the same time, when I was going through some of my hardest times when I got out of the military, you know, there was the, the white, there was a, at the unemployment office, I was really struggling. The white veterans representative there, and it's not even about color, I'm just making an example, like he wouldn't do anything. He, he was very lazy, didn't want to do anything, wouldn't really answer questions. I was sitting in the office and this lady stands up. She heard me say I'm a veteran. She walks out to me and goes, aren't you a veteran? She's Mexican. I go, yes, ma'am. She goes, do you come back here with me? I help you. Mexican lady comes up front, sees a white dude, pulls me back and shows me how to walk through to get unemployment. It's a bit of a process. You got to make a phone call, answer the questions correctly, push the right buttons. She goes, every week, you'll come back here and I show you. Thank you for your service. Thick accent, probably born in Mexico. And she helped me. She got me through, you know, she helped me get through a very difficult time in my life and helped me get the skills I needed to do that. And within like three weeks, I was doing it on my own. So, and at the same time, I deal with Mexicans that hate me all day here and whatever. Right. So the point is, it's not everybody. And it's like, it's easy to get on a hate train. And like that guy that had his, 
that dude that walked up to the old white guy and he goes, I got the wrong guy. That's the first thing that went through my head. Oh, that dude's packing, <laughs> you know? And yeah. the, the dude that walked up to him with his hands behind his back, he's acting like a dude named George Masvidal in the UFC. He's a, he's a, I'm actually a huge fan of his. He's a Latin fighter who likes to walk around with his hands behind his back. Like, I don't mean, you know, harm a, like a gangster. Yeah. And this dude was kind of, he was trying to act like George Masvidal. That's what that was. So there's, it's it's uh hate will drive you insane it's just like trying to focus on jesus and not getting on a hate and blame train and generalizing everybody it's like i've had experiences with mexicans that really helped me and i think that helps me to not hate but it also i'm also not going to negate the fact that that there's ones here that don't care about america and they're causing a lot of problems so it's a very fine line to be awake in this country and to not hate you know, and at the same time, you know, I agree with that white dude sitting in the classrooms. Well, why didn't you go back to Mexico? Right. He probably said that because he, he knows that that whole place is probably, uh, I'm just guessing, it's probably not very white friendly or it's, you know, social justice warrior or whatever. So yeah. it's a fine line, man. You know, yeah, it's a you fine know, line to... to <laughs> it would be nice if, I mean, ideally, what people need to get is that it doesn't matter what the people how the people are acting, you have to, like, not hate them. That would be, like, mm-hmm. the ideal. doesn't even matter if it's not all or it is all, yeah. regardless, because it's, otherwise people are going to... Yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's, it's you're going to go MGTOW now where, with, the, with the women. Yeah. People are going to go MGTOW yeah. with the women. It's and, to the point now where that, that white dude was in a... I don't know the, the scenario, but it looked like he was a white dude trying to help out people of color in their neighborhoods, doing his thing, and then they... they you know, I don't know what the scenario was, but I don't either. They exactly. obviously didn't. They obviously didn't like him very much. It's to the point where I'm sure that that white dude didn't hate that guy, but he would have defended himself if he was attacked. Yes, yeah. it's, it's to that point where you're like, look, I don't hate you, but I will defend myself. You guys need to know I'm not going to be a pushover. I'm not a weak white person. If you engage with me, you will be shown no quarter. And you know, then they they just kind of back off. So it's an interesting time. You you not hate, but be prepared to defend yourself and just. Uh, yeah. Pay attention to the gospel. Stay out of trouble. Don't go into places you shouldn't. Use your head, you know. So good advice. And also, man. there were twelve tribes. There were twelve tribes of Israel. It wasn't just one. There was twelve. Yeah, he said twelve or thirteen, actually. But there was twelve. There was. It's in the Bible. There was. There's was twelve. There's. And I don't know all of them. I'm sorry, but there right. was like the southern tribes and northern tribes. So, yeah. anyways, dude, God bless you, Hake. You guys have a good day. Okay. All right. You as well, Bo. Thank you, man. All right, man. Take Later, care. Snake. All right. <laughs> Let me get to Dave out of Arizona. Dave, thanks for holding. Dave, what's up? J- James, Hank, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Good to hear from you. Hey, man, I just wanted to call you and ask your opinion on um, on Brexit. And I wanted to ask you, do you see the tremendous fracture that that is to the U.N. and also to the globalist agenda? Well, it's not so much the U.N. that it affects, but the E.U., but I am very well, happy. I'm happy about it, but yet I'm, uh, let's call it tempered. My happiness is tempered by the fact that, you know, people like Boris Johnson is, are up there talking about it, pushing it. And yes, yeah. Boris Johnson seems like an okay guy, but he seems a little liberal. He's no Trump. He's not as off the deep end liberal as as, say, Jeremy Corbyn, but I don't, I, it re, it, it's up to the people to change. The, I know there is yeah. a little bit of an awakening happening in, in uh, the UK, which is positive. Um, N- Nigel Farage, maybe an all right guy, I don't know. He seemed to disassociate himself from Tommy Robinson, and Tommy Robinson I don't know that much about. But, um, he, I don't know. So I just don't know what to think. I don't know who's real and who's not, all that stuff. Right, right. And, but and but regardless, did, I, Brexit's a positive thing. Yeah, and I, I did mean the European Union. My mistake, sorry. Yeah, no problem. And also, don't do you see also Italy and France following suit with this? You know, because I... Because you can't, you, you cannot really believe that that their governments, especially Salvini in in, um, in Italy, and the uh, the Yellow Vest movements going on in France, you can't you can't say that that uh, the mass majority are 
in those two countries are, uh, you know, complacent with with the, with the uh, EU, and they want to get out too. I mean, I see this as a huge blow yeah. to the globalist agenda. You know, there's two kinds of independence. There's good independence and there's evil independence, right? I mean, there's yeah. there's every little thing that's that you come across. There's there's good Republicans and evil ones. I don't know if there's good Democrats, but um, the in France, I know they have this yellow vest thing going on, riots and yeah. some. I think I I imagine that it's a mixed bag. Some of them are decent. Many of them are indecent. I'm quite sure. So I don't know, but that would be yeah. nice if. It would be great if we got out of the the Europe. The, I mean, the UN. You know, Richard Spencer made an interesting point that somebody's got to rule the world, though, and somebody's going to be ruling the world. So might as well be. Well, he didn't say this, but I say it might as well be the good people. So <laughs> it's hard to find good people nowadays, though. So that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Dave, appreciate it. anything else. Oh, uh, yeah. I, just, I also wanted to ask you about a couple of things real quick. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in terms of academia in this country. Yeah. Um, the incredibly fake academia. Um, and also the, uh, the very toxic message that, um, an incredibly fake message that Hollywood gives to the, to the young people these days. Yeah. Not to mention social I, media. I, how, and social media, how do you think that that can be combated? And also, do you guys have an alternative platform to YouTube? We do. We do. Um, we are on, as far as streaming, we're streaming on DLive.tv is a great alternative if you prefer to go over to DLive. I don't know how long yeah. anything, any of this is going to last. Or maybe it'll last forever. Right. Maybe we'll be on YouTube forever. But right. you never know, right? So we are on yeah, we're on YouTube D Live Mixer.com slash JLP Talk, which is not a lot of people go on Mixer right now. And then we're also on Periscope. That's for streaming. And then we're also, of course, doing audio stream through our own service. You can find that through going to jlptalk.com, jlptalk.com. Okay. And then as far as the um archive videos, we have this account called lbry.tv. There's a website called that, and we have our, all of our channels up on LBRY. It's kind of it's like short for library, but without yeah. the vowels. LBRY.tv/slash. Well, you can you'll have to search for it, or else you right. can find our links. I think we have links somewhere. Okay, we'll be posting. You know you, and of course, we're on BitShoot as well. BitShoot is another Bit alternative shoot. video platform. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I was going to ask if you were on BitShoot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate that. Oh, okay, James. Thanks a lot, brother. I'll be in touch. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Okay, man. Bye-bye. All right. Let me get to a couple of great calls. I do have Skip coming up, so hang tight, Skip. Chris out of L.A. Chris, what's up? What's up, Hank? Hey. Uh, just calling to let you know, man. I, I don't re- you know, I resent that remark that guy made, and I also resent people like you who uh, you know, applaud that kind of thing. I think it's just... You know, grotesque. I, you know, I'm Mexican myself. Mexican, Mexican American. You know, I serve my country. Yeah. And uh, a lot of Mexicans come here for a better life, and they serve their country. And this dude wasn't complaining about the United States or anything like that. He was talking about something going on in the school. So how does that have anything to do with you know this guy jumping in time to go back to Mexico? It's just disrespectful. And I don't think like people think that because you're going out of your way to be a douchebag that. That makes you like, oh, you're you're alpha. Like, you can still be respectful to other people, and not come off as some kind of jerk. You know what I mean? But that was not being a uh, what you what you said. It wasn't. He wasn't being a jerk. He was saying, why didn't you stay in Mexico? Because in Mexico, he wouldn't be experiencing that kind of diversity. Okay, but you know, they talk. You know, you hear people say, oh, come to this country, speak English, assimilate. Yeah, you know, be be a contributor. Don't just and then when people and then when people like him, like Mexican dude, is doing that, he's speaking English. I, you don't know if he's legal or not, right? But odds are he is. I don't know I mean, what the odds are. I don't, don't know what know the that. odds are. We, okay, we don't know that. But at the yeah. end of the day, the dude's trying to better himself, and it's like, oh, shut up! You're here in our country. Don't you have a right to say anything? It's like 
isn't that the opposite of what everybody preaches? Is, oh, if you're going to come here, you know, you need to assimilate and be part of us and make it, you know, be a contributor. But then shut your mouth. You're not allowed to speak your mind and you're not a stand up. You're not allowed to stand up and like, you know, speak out for some, what, you know, change. Cause that's as, as citizens or as people of this country, we're, we're, we are the country. We're the ones that make the difference. We're the ones that that's drive. The, but that's the problem, Chris. Don't you see the complainers, the people crying racism all the time? I don't know well, if what, what this man was. Thinks, I mean, was you, and, and Chris, you said this man is trying to better himself. I don't know that. Where's the evidence that he's well, trying to better himself? He he's says, complaining he about. He came to the United States. What's that? That's why everybody comes here. No, they don't you know, come like, to better themselves. They come to better their pocketbooks. That's what, maybe. You know, that's what my family did. That, you're wrong because that's what my family. They all came here legally, and they, you know, my grandfather. Well, this was is a why people, worker, Chris. Let me just and like, express. And now, you know, let me just express yeah, something on on behalf of the Americans who don't. Who, I'm American too. Yeah, I know, but no, you're but you're taking you're taking offense on behalf of some man you don't even know. You don't know his situation, and you're you're accusing this white man of being a a, a douchebag when you don't know if he was being a douchebag. That's a valid question. Why didn't you stay in Mexico if you're just complaining about the stupid allegedly white racist kids? This is why people don't That's like. Listen, listen. This is why people don't like foreigners coming in here and then claiming to be American because they try to change stuff and then they attack the victims as being the racists the victims being okay. the whites who can don't I, I listen no I'm still I'm still expressing it this is why people don't like you guys coming in here because you're gonna take offense you and guys. then listen you're gonna take offense at this stuff call it racist call it offensive and all this stuff you're you're gonna surrender to the Democrats and to the people who cry racism all the time and change the country. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're gonna you're gonna surrender to the changing of the country into rhino or liberal. I don't care if you're you're Republican or Democrat, but you're giving credence to this anti-white hatred, which is you're calling somebody racist for saying why don't you why didn't you just stay in Mexico? Because he's he's okay. he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. This man who's complaining that his kid experienced racism allegedly, and we don't even know if that's true. He's saying he's saying, "Oh, my kids experienced stuff in this school system," but that's that every kid experiences bad stuff, and so he's just complaining, and then he's talking out of both sides of his mouth, saying this is the greatest country in the world. That's just kiss up meaningless stuff. Go okay. for it. Okay, so. And I don't care if you guys served your country. That doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. You guys get a benefit from serving the country. You benefit more from so-called serving than we benefit you from you guys allegedly you serving. Did you serve? No. Okay, so then you're not one to talk. You're, you're not, not one to talk, talk either about. because that's I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to kiss up to you, Chris. Chris, Chris, I don't have to kiss up to you just because you so-called served the country. I'm dismissing it because it is dismissible because you guys just benefit from it. You do it for the benefits. You're not you're not doing it because you love the country. Like what are you talking about? You don't even know what you're talking about. I do know what I'm talking about. You guys get the benefits from it. You don't do it because you love the country. For this country, and thousands of Americans helped or Mexicans built this country. Just like white people, just like no, people. I don't buy so any of not, that stuff. Not, Mexicans like, are helping destroy the country because they're falling for the stupid racism thing. They're getting mad because a white man a giant leap to say go back to Mexico because he's at a parent-teacher conference talking about his son. He wasn't saying this country is like he wasn't talking about the country, and yet this yes, he is talking about the country. Chris, you're talking about the country. you're taking that giant leap. No, it's not a giant leap because that those kids they are in this country and they're complaining and crying and it's pathetic. And you guys You're are getting you guys are getting right. offended. Everybody it reminds right me of freedom. Hold on. Hold freedom on. It's a God-given right. It's not because It's not a God-given right. right. Yes, it is a God-given right. What are you talking? About? It's in the preamble. What do you mean? It's not It's a not a God-given right. right to be in this country and complaining about they're it and when endowed by their, our creator. And it's they're a God-given right for us to tell you guys to go back if you're going to be complaining and attacking the whites. My country, you go back. You go back. No, I don't have to go back. This is my country. I was born here. I don't care. You're an anchor baby. You're an anchor baby. No, you're a fucking anchor baby. See, now you're cussing. Why are you cussing? Okay. <laughs> Phony. I don't know. But the whites are sick of this stuff. And, the, and it's no wonder that the whites are 
or turning alt-right and all that stuff. Let me, speaking of anger, Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Good to hear from you, Skip. Hey, James. How you doing? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. Good to talk with you. That last guy, he was slap off the chain, wasn't he? Yeah. But, I mean, he sounded like an okay guy, but then he hung up on me and cussed at me. Well, yeah, he just, he's, uh, his, he let his passions get in, in, in the way. Yeah, that's true. You know, this is why, remember when Trump told the people, you know, the, the women, why don't they go back, you know, the Democrat women of color, why don't they go back and fix their country and then show us how it's done? And exactly, exactly. people, people do, it, do it at home for, do it at home first, and then come help somebody else out. It's a fair sentiment, and then people, decent people who support Trump, they, they acted like he was talking about them. Like Sion called and said, they've they've said that to me. People have told me to go back, and they're taking it to the heart where it's just words. We have the freedom of speech in this country, and whites have stifled themselves way too long. So they need to just speak their mind and not care about people like Chris getting offended. It's pathetic. Chris, you were served in the military and you're getting offended over words. Pathetic. Anyways, go for it, Skip. Okay, look here. Um, that, that caller that called in, uh, Hector, I think his name was, talking about me and you. Yeah. Along and all this. Yeah, he wants us to be united, which is a fair oh, point. The church should be united. Well, we are united, James. Just because we disagree on a few things doesn't mean we're not united on, on, on the major cause of things, you know? Yeah. And and when it comes to Jesse, I love Jesse, and I, Jesse has helped me so much since I found him on YouTube. He's helped me to, to, to see things that I might not have looked at, and he's helped me to see things that I do believe in that he don't believe in and, and stand stronger on it. He ain't done anything against me. He's a uh, he's helped me in, in in every way. Does that make sense? Can you name like a specific way that he's helped you see? Well, the first time I called in, uh, we talked about uh, my upbringing and everything, where I was raised, right? And how I had to, how I had to go back and forgive my mom and dad, even though they were dead at the time. I I had sense enough to realize it wasn't their fault. It was the way they were raised. That helped me a whole lot, you know, and that, that really helped me with my life, my daily life every day. Right on. But he, he's got an awesome, awesome, awesome message about forgiveness. Do you do the silent prayer that he recommends people do every day? Well, I I don't hoop and holler. I lay in the bed at night, or sometimes when I'm taking a nap during the day and I'm just laying there, and um, I pray and I talk to God. Uh, I don't know if it's so much called what he calls a silent prayer, but it's silent. I don't, you know, I don't just lay here and talk to myself and, you know, where somebody can hear me talking. But, but yeah, Skip, when I, I, you know, I put out, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I put out that clip where I called you a snake that first time way back in July. And mm -hmm. I replayed the part where you had talked with Jesse the Friday beforehand in this clip. And... In it, you said that you know yourself, but you also know the world around you, and you see what's going on. What do you know about yourself? I know that the way that I was living before was wrong, and I know the difference between right and wrong, and I know what I have to do to live a good life, and I strive for that every day now, and... I see that the things around me, they don't make me do wrong things, but there's a lot of bad influence out there in the world. And I'm, I'm aware of it now, and I know what to look for, and I know what to stay away from. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's right, right on, man. Well, I appreciate it, Skip. What do you think when I continue to see you and these others as a snake? Well, that's your thing, and it, it's like a like a, a bud. Everybody's got one, so <laughs> you can have your opinion. And let me let me share something with you real quick, you know. You know, do you understand why I think of you guys as snakes? No, I don't. I don't because we don't agree with Jesse one hundred percent. But no, that's Jesse's not why. Man just, no, that's not Jesse's why. Jesse's a man just like we are. You know, he's not perfect. But that's not why I don't. Why I see you guys as snakes. Well, why? Tell me why. 
Well, primarily, it's probably the the biggest clue is in the chat, the way you guys talk and smear and just and kind of lie about Jesse. I don't lie, James. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, <laughs> they're lies, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't realize they're lies. I don't know. But those are those are definitely snakish things. And then two, you come in all nice, and yet I am nice, James. I've always maybe, been nice. Maybe that's the problem, though. Maybe you should. That's I'm something nice. you should look at. Being nice yeah. is a manipulative thing because you act nice, you act innocent, and then underneath it, you have an ulterior motive. And oh, 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 that's you seeing it that way. Just because you see it that way don't mean that's the truth, James. All right. But I, I will tell you, niceness is weakness, which is evil. And that's something that um, I think all whites, maybe all whites, I don't know, most people, and whites in particular, have to have to check themselves on that. Well, speaking of whites, let me tell you what happened yesterday, James. All right. Um you know, uh, I live in a black neighborhood. I mean, I live down here right on the right on the borderline of the of the housing projects, and uh, all my neighbors are black. And it was a nice sunny day yesterday. I mean, it was so pretty yesterday. Uh, my black neighbor with the red weave. She used to have a green weave. She's got a red weave now. Yeah. She's got a grill out in front of her apartment, and she wanted to grill some uh, some pork chops and some chicken and all. So. Uh, I went to the I went to the IGA and got us some pork chops and some. She already had some chicken and we grilled chicken and everything and and then the liquor popped up. They all had the liquor and everything, and they got liquored up before the food got done, and they got the fighting. Oh my God! They, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I keep, you know, I was trying to do my part for Black History Month, but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do it no more, James. <laughs> I, don't, I you know, I it, I'll tell you the truth. It was about twelve o'clock before. I got Stacy to go over there next door and ask her if I could have some of that chicken and some of those those uh, pork chops that she had cooked. Right on, man. And, uh, yeah, and I had chicken bones all out in the yard when I woke up this morning. Chicken bones all out in the front yard. That, blacks do not know how to Sounds like Atlanta for me, to me. Hey, Skip, huh? when did you first hear about Black History Month? Oh, I always knew about it. I, I, I really? Something, uh, yeah, I, Even as a uh, kid? Well, not as a kid, but as an adult. But I okay. actually was in a black. I was actually in a Black History Month essay contest. At, at what? I wrote. What? I wrote about Black History Month, and uh, dang. And I, it, it, man, it was. I got a standing ovation. I was the only white guy there, and I got a standing ovation. Wow. And uh, I'll I'll, um, I'll write it up and I'll send it to you. Uh, email it to you so you can, you can check it out. Okay. But uh. You know what? The, the blacks have done some things good. It's not like they're all bad and all evil. They, I mean, nobody's you know, nobody even says that. Nobody know, says all. In fact, nobody says all about the Jews. Nobody. I mean, maybe some people say all about the women, <laughs> but about blacks, about Jews, about Mexicans, nobody ever says all. It's only the accusation. Oh, you mean all black people? Are, but nobody thinks that. Even though even the least fair-minded people know it's not all, <laughs> the the most mm-hmm. hateful people have their favorite um, Mexican or whatever or white. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Skip, good to hear from you, man. Good to talk to you, James. All right, take care. Let me get to Adam. Thirty seconds, Adam, at Washington. Sorry to do this to you, but thirty seconds. Go. Okay, Jessica Peterson says the LGBTQST D club. Yeah, I say it's. LGBTQ BLB club blind leading the blind blind leading blind yeah that's very true man good point Adam I appreciate it man sorry to cut you short that's good thank you James bye alright take care Bible go to guy out of Los Angeles 30 seconds go James that guy cussed on your show because you didn't show him the respect you of know, being in the military like John McCain you know, John McCain always pulled that bull, too. You know, oh, yeah. he served in the military, therefore his opinion matters more. That's eh, a bunch of bull. Yeah, very true, man. I came across plenty of guys who were in the Marine Corps just for the uh, Mexicans wanting to get their citizenship. Get training. Uh, get training so that they can go back so to their gangs. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bobby. Go to guy. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you.
All right. Yeah, I would have loved to talk with Chris more. I wanted to know how he listens to the show. Does he like Jesse? Does he normally like me? But he hung up. Chris, call back some other time. All right, guys. We'll see you. Make sure you check out that 90s show. Show the thumbnail. That 90s show came out yesterday. Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Peterson show. Talking about the black community in general with four other blacks and a white guy. Kind of white. I don't know what. He's kind of ambiguous. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, TheHakeReport.com for me. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse. You can click on the radio to go find the radio stuff. And RebuildingTheMan.com for Bond. All right, guys. Take care.